Welcome to the Mike and Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. Mike here with Micah for our weekly NBA power rankings where we rank our top 10 teams in the NBA. Micah, let's get it started. Who do you have as your number 10 team this week? My number 10 team coming into this week is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, shout out to Shai Gregorius Alexander. He is playing out of his mind right now. He's up probably for a uh, most improved player as I mean, especially because Pascal Siakam is hurt right now. Um, and Chris Paul is playing some great basketball, some really, really clutch basketball as it is. Um, I just like the way this team is projecting. They are playing really good basketball and I thought it was going to be a rebuild year. So I think they sit comfortably at that 10 spot. And as long as they stay where they are, I will uh, consider them to be a decent playoff team. Oklahoma City actually dropped for me out of the 10 spot this week. They were my 10 mm. last week. They dropped just due to the fact they were down by 30 yesterday to the Raptors. Ended mm. up ended up bringing still lost by uh still lost by nine. They lost by 15 to the Lakers in the past week. And even though they had an impressive win against the Rockets, I just think those two those two losses dropped them for me. And they beat the Timberwolves, and that that was expected. But this team is my number 10 team for the week, the Dallas Mavericks. The, ah. the, the Mavericks were my number nine team last week. They fell. Mm-hmm. Um, they had games against the Denver Nuggets. They lost by one point and then put up a complete dud on uh, last week, Friday, against the Lakers. They beat the 76ers with no one beat, so I don't put a lot of, lot of weight on that. Uh, they destroyed the Warriors, the worst team in the league, and they beat the Kings by four. So I had to drop them because they're two best teams they played this week. They lost two, and... Three w- decent wins against teams that weren't either fully healthy or a bad team. So the Mavericks had to drop for me to the number 10 spot this weekend. OKC completely dropped out. Number nine, Michael, who do you have? Um, before I get to number nine, Mavs are actually like my first team in. I swapped between them and the Thunder so hard. And I just, I don't know. It's, it's something about just the way I like the Thunder projecting. Uh, I had to put them at 10 and Mavs at 11. But number nine is an entry for me. Uh, so I was just Toronto Raptors making it back. Uh, last week, I did not have them in. Um, and it was for a couple of reasons. I didn't really I didn't really like them against the teams that I figured would be a top 10 team. But the way they've been playing, and with the idea that Pascal Siakam is going to be coming back in a reasonable time, and the way they've been, no, they've Siakam, been winning. Siakam this, played their last he game. Back. Yeah, he played, oh. uh, he played the Thunder game. He, he was in the starting lineup Thunder game. All right, well, there it is, and that's why they're my number nine team. I was kind of thinking, though, that I was expecting him either to either be back either later this week or next week, and that's kind of what I was thinking, like, hey, they could be that number nine team, and with him, they're definitely a top ten team, and that was kind of what I was expecting. But since he's back, I think they earned that number nine spot. They've been playing pretty well without him, and they're going to go on a nice little run going into the second half of the season. Yep, that's exactly why I had the Raptors at number nine. Uh, I said Siakam is back. Um, He's, he's there. He played – uh, 30 minutes last night against against nice. the Thunder and their win, 30 points. Uh, it was honestly at that eight, uh, 9 through 11 is the same. I had OKC as 11. If OKC would have won yesterday against the Raptors, it would have been Mavs at 9 and OKC at 10. But because they lost and were down by 30 points at one point, I put the Raptors in at 9. They're finding their groove. Everybody's getting healthy again. I only think they're going to be moving up each and every week just because of how good I think Siakam is and Lowry has been pretty consistent throughout the regular season. So that's why I have the Raptors at my number nine. Number eight, Michael, who do you have? Oof, my number eight is um 
Dang, man. I, I didn't want to do it this team because I definitely think they're one of the top five teams when they're playing their best. But I had to go with the Los Angeles Clippers, man. Um, I had them a little bit higher. And I just, against the, with the rest of the teams, I, I, I did have a hard time. Like I, I, like I kind of mentioned last week, man, my six through eight is kind of a – is they're right there, team. So you're going to see – and I'll spoil it. You're going to see a team like the Heat in one of these uh, positions. And I, I, was, I almost put the Heat as low as eight. But then I kind of thought to myself and what I was kind of expecting out of these teams and things like that. Um, I actually think the Heat are a little bit better positioned right now than the Clippers are. And I guess the Clippers probably will get up to that top five spot. But for right now, they're my number eight team. Number eight for me this week was the Houston Rockets. The Houston mm. Rockets had a pretty terrible week. Um, they lost last night to the Trailblazers in a mellow revenge game. He went off. Uh, they lost to the Grizzlies back-to-back. And also in the past week, they have lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder. So two and three, played five games in the last week and losses to the Trailblazers, who aren't currently in the playoffs. The Thunder, who are a good team but a young team. And the Grizzlies, who have job, but he shouldn't be losing by double digits to them. Uh, I had I had the Rockets as my biggest dropper. They were five last week. I dropped them all the way to eight because this week was just pretty abysmal. And going forward, it's not it's not an easy schedule next week either with the Lakers, Thunder, Nuggets coming up. The Rockets better get it together, or they could potentially be out of the top ten next week if this slide continues. But who do you have in number seven, Micah? So my number seven team is actually the Houston Rockets. Um, they went from my Formerly, I believe they were either at my five or my four, and they dropped down to a number seven. Um, and kind of for the same reasons, I, I, you know, they got outplayed um, last night with John Morant kind of having that marquee game and things like that. But it's just, it's, it's just, I would be remiss to, to kind of put the Rockets in a position where I feel like they can drop completely out. But if they do drop a lot of games in the upcoming week going into the end of January and the mid part of January, then I'm going to have to drop them out. But for right now, I feel like they're in that six to eight range where I feel like they, if you trend closer to six, you're probably playing at a higher level than if you trend closer to eight, you're probably not playing up to uh, the standard that you're supposed to be playing. So I kind of put them right in the middle, man. Um, I just, I would like to see more out of that team. Uh, they should be playing way better than they are. And hopefully they don't start slipping because if they do, there's teams like the Mavs and things like that, that are slowly, slowly creeping up and they could possibly take their position in a power ranking. Yeah. The Miami Heat are my number seven team. Uh, the Miami Heat mm-hmm. had a tough, a tough week. Also, um, they beat the Pacers, but back to back, um, they spent the week basically in New York, lost to the Nets and the Knicks. And if you're losing to the Knicks, you have to drop in. Uh, the power rankings from the week before. They were number six. I put it down one spot to number seven. Um, I think they're still a very, very good team. And when everybody, everything is cooking, they are a top contender in the East. But you can't lose to the Knicks and especially the Nets without Kyrie because Kyrie came back the next game for the Nets. So to lose to a Spencer Denwoody-led team and lose to a R.J. Barrett or Julius Randle-led team, you have to drop in the rankings for me. So that's why I had... Uh, the Heat at number seven. Moving on to number six. Man, I'm just trailing you at this point. Uh, so my number six team is the Miami Heat. Um, I hated those losses uh, last week. Um, they were they were not losses you would want to see out of a, out of a team that I feels like is one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, and, you know, it might be midseason blues, so I kind of gave them a little leniency in the six to eight rankings from that, and I kind of put them training at the top of the three teams I talked about. Um, but with the Heat, I still really, really like how they're playing on their defense, man. <clears throat> they got to do a little bit better. Um, 
Uh, a lot of it better, actually. They have really been good over the last maybe 15-game stretch or something like that. And hopefully you see them start the trending upward going really into this mid part of the season, because if not, they're going to be a first round exit team without a doubt. Um, I would, you know, I have faith in the team. I have faith that either a, they make a move or B, they hunker down and really start playing good defense and start getting back to the ways that were earlier in the season where I thought they were trending to be a top five team. So um, they're right on the cusp of my opinion. I like them trending more than um, a team like the Rockets where I, Yes, they have a better stars in my opinion, but I don't think they play better team basketball at times. So I'm gonna have to put the Heat at six. Yeah, for my number six team, I have the Celtics. Celtics were a pretty big drop this week too. They were number three last week for me, dropped to number six. Um, when we last discussed the pod, they lost to the Wizards, and I was like, well, you just you lose games here and there. But then they proceeded to lose to the Spurs by got blown out by the Spurs to one fourteen and then also lost to the 76ers without uh, Embiid by 11. And those two games, losing those back-to-back, unacceptable. They didn't bounce back to beat the Pelicans, the Bulls, and the Pistons, but those teams are bottom-tier, bottom-feeding teams, and you should beat those teams. So I had to drop them this week. Um, their upcoming week schedule, they have the Bucks, uh, they have the Suns, they have the Lakers, and they have the Grizzlies. So those are a couple of tough games they're mixed with. Um, some teams that are also pretty frisky, the Grizzlies beat the Rockets this week and the Suns can always upset you. So they have an opportunity to either jump or fall down next week. I don't see them in the same spot. They're either going to be back in that top three, four teams in the top 10, or they'll find themselves at seven, uh, seven or below for, for next week. But this week, because of the losses to, because of a three game loss dating back to last week, I had to move them down to number six, number five, Michael. Yeah, I should have mentioned. Um, I should have mentioned really that that little group of teams I'll talk about. Really, from the eight to five, are kind of teams I feel like are underperforming at times. So, and honestly, bro, like I said, I'm trailing you. I actually have the Boston Celtics as my five team. No joke. Um, I was kind of thinking about what's been going on in the last week, and yes, uh, they did look bad. I did like that Jason Tatum did have a forty point performance. Uh, yes, it was the Pelicans that were a little bit hurt and things like that. Um, but it is a performance I think that they can keep building on. Um, if Kimball Walker he's playing at a good level, and if they can keep getting back to uh, the Celtics basketball I'm accustomed to being, they're a top five team in the league in my opinion. So um, them sitting right at five to me is something I'm comfortable with. But like I said, that five to uh, eight range is really just teams that they look great at times, and then other times are kind of unperforming. And uh, really, all those teams from five to eight aren't really showing their best efforts right now. So. Um, other teams have passed them. Teams that weren't currently um, in my top five are starting to pass them right now. And you hope that they start to get together. Yeah, and like you said, five through eight is pretty interchangeable for me. Number five, I went with the Denver Nuggets. Besides, um, besides a bad loss against the Nuggets on sat- uh, last Saturday, uh, against the Cavaliers last Saturday, the Nuggets took care of business. They beat uh, the Dallas Mavericks, they beat the Clippers, and they beat the Hornets. Those are Clippers and Mavericks are two tough teams two teams in the West that you p- could potentially see in the playoffs, and they, they were able to win both games. They had a, one dud against uh, the Cavaliers, but I had them seven last week, and I had them five. You beat two top teams like that, you have to jump. Um, next week, they also have a pretty schedule, so I think they'll they'll be another riser next week just because you have a Warriors, Nuggets, Timberwolves, and the Rockets are your toughest game. And like we said earlier, the Rockets haven't been too hot in the past week, so I think that Five is perfect for the Nuggets right now, the way that they've, they've been playing as a team, and I think they're going to get on to this next week. Number four. 
Everything you just said transfers right on to my number four team, which is the Denver Nuggets. I kid you not, bro. I did not just make this <laughs> list. For some reason, besides the difference we had at the bottom of the list, our list have kind of just been staggering. But, um, yeah, man, the Nuggets look really, really good at the right time. Um, This midpoint of the season, yes, it's kind of a lull and it's kind of the boring part of the NBA season. And that's in quotes because if you're a real NBA fan, it doesn't really get yeah, boring. Yeah, it, it never gets boring, yeah. But in this time of the season where things are kind of iffy and you're getting close to trade deadline, they look great, man. The last 15, they're 11 and 4. Uh, Jokic looks like one of the best players in the league and a team that, man, didn't really look amazing. It's starting to really come around. Um, I just, I don't know, man. They really charted the trend in the right way. And the Nuggets keep this up. They'll upset some teams in the playoffs, which is not really upset, but knowing the Nuggets and the fanfare that they don't get, it'll seem like an upset. Um, but, hey, if you guys keep going and maybe if you guys make a move or something like that around the trade deadline, which you may have a pod for, hey, you guys are trending in the right direction, and I like it. And that's why I have them number four, man. Yeah, number four for me is a team that I did not have in the top ten last week. I know you didn't, Micah, but the Utah Jazz. Hey. They were, they're currently on a 10-game winning streak, and as of last week, it was a six-game winning streak against the lowly part of the NBA um, dating back to, dating back to uh, the Trailblazers. They beat the Clippers, their best win in that streak, uh, the Pistons, the Bulls, the Magic, and the Pelicans. I didn't put them in the top, top 10 because those are, those are bad teams, and before that, the Jazz hadn't looked like a good team. This week, they didn't play any better teams. They had the Brooklyn Nets in there with Kyrie, but they had the Knicks, the Hornets, and the Wizards. But at any point when you have a 10-game winning streak, it is hard in the NBA to win 10 mm-hmm. games straight. I don't care who the team is. We, we saw the Knicks upset teams this week. There's always going to be some type of upset in a ten in an 8- to 10-game span. And the fact they didn't do that, they went from unranked to number four on my list because I just can't deny that anymore. I think they're starting to click. Uh, moving Joe Ingles back into the starting lineup has obviously worked for them, even though Mike Conley is hurt right now. By the time he comes back and he can get back into the fold, I think this is a team that can can definitely make their way into into a top three spot if they continue the way that they're going right now. And that's why that's why I put the uh put the Jazz at number four. Number three, Micah. Hey man, we talked about the stagger already, and uh, it's a little interesting. <laughs> so um, I'll say this: Yeah, I had the Jazz at three, and they, I did have them in my top ten last week. Um, I just kind of liked how they were trending and how I liked how they were winning a lot of games. Um, and man, they just won ten in a row, and they've been playing great offense. And Donovan Mitchell was playing like he should be an All Star, and they're they're really I would call them utility players. They're a team that, outside of really Donovan Mitchell, they're playing you know, like a, a really well-coached team. They remind me of, like, the early 2000s Kings as far as just everybody's kind of stepping up at the right time. And adding Jordan Clarkson was a big part of that. But, um, yeah, I don't have the Clippers in my top three, kind of because I swapped them for the most part. Um, I talked about my five and eight are pretty interchangeable, and I had the Jazz in that kind of realm right there. Um, But really, with this 10-game winning streak, and since we're going to do this weekly, um, I feel comfortable putting the Jazz at three. And, you know, that might mean they drop if they start losing games, and I'm okay with that because – um, really everything except the top two teams, in my opinion, are pretty much fluid. Um, except going down to that nine and 10, those are kind of teams that are, um, kind of on the outside looking in of like true success. Um, but I'm okay with putting the jazz at a number three right now, man. They're playing amazing basketball. Um, will they drop? Probably so. They'll probably drop two or three spots going into, um, the coming month and everything like that. But if they keep this up, they're going to be another team you have to watch out for a team that's actually going to be a sleeper and a team that can actually upset people in the playoffs. So, don't count the Jazz, man. They're my number three team. 
Yeah, for number three, uh, this is a little bit weird because uh, they did lose their only competitive game this week in the Los Angeles Clippers. But I still think they're one of the best teams in the NBA, mm-hmm. and I could, no not, I could not drop them with me bringing in the Jazz. I mean, a team had to fall, which was OKC, and everybody else took a step back. But I think the Clippers were in there at number three just because Patrick Beverly is hurt, and I think that's huge for the Clippers defensively-wise. Um, they, they only had three games this week, so not a big sample size. They beat the Warriors, they beat the Cavs, and they lost to the Nuggets. Um, Nuggets are, are, I think they're a really, really good team, but they could be risers, but I still think that the Clippers are a better team. And because they didn't have much of a sample size this week, I had to just stick with the Clippers or move them up one spot at three since I put the Jazz in at four and everybody else uh, basically dropped that. I do not think that even though the Jazz have this 10-game winning streak, they're not going to be able to – they're not better than the Clippers. I don't think they've put up a better season than the Clippers. Yeah, these past couple of games are pretty good, but to start the season, they were not – they were not amazing by any means. So I I had to keep the – Jazz. I was looking. I was comparing them to every team, and I just kept putting them up because I thought I was gonna initially put them in like a a seven or eight seed maybe. And then I was mm-hmm. like, wait, they're better. They've had a better week or two weeks in the Heat than the Celtics, than the Nuggets. And then I was like, the Clippers. I don't know about all that. The Clippers still have the both Los Angeles Lakers wins, and that I think just puts them in a category on on the category with the Lakers and the Bucks as we get to our top two. So I have to put the Clippers at number three and stick the Jazz at four. But who's your number two, Michael? Man, so um, I did a swap from last week. My number two this week is the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, yes, they're still on an uh, amazing 71 pace. And yes, Giannis Antetokounmpo will probably still be the MVP. Um, if we did MC, uh, midseason MVPs, which we probably will do, he's the midseason MVP without a doubt in my mind. And he's probably the most valuable player in the league. And I'll make this distinction. To me, most valuable doesn't necessarily mean the best player in the world. Um, and the conversations come up a lot. But he is the most effective player in the NBA. For what they do, the Bucks will not be anywhere, the team they are, without Giannis Antetokounmpo. So that's why they will always be one, either one or two. And that's why they were one last week. But with what my number one team uh, has been doing recently and just the hype uh, that I see around them and what I'm hoping comes out of this. Um, I had to put them in number two, which is not bad at all. They're still, in my opinion, the team that will come out of the Eastern Conference, and they still have the probably the two-time uh, MVP winner uh, coming pretty soon, uh, in the honest, after the Kumbo. But, yeah, man, Bucks at two for me. It's weird because I actually end up switching. I went with <laughs> the Lakers now as my number two team this week. <laughs> um, I went with the Lakers at number two just be- off of last night. They had four games this week. They killed the Mavs. Uh, they killed the Thunder. They killed the Cavs, but lost last night by one point Magic. to the Magic, and that's what that's what switched it for me. The Bucks also had four games this week: killed the Warriors, killed the Kings, killed the Blazers, and killed the Knicks. So it it just comes down to that. Last week it was the Bucks losing to the Spurs and the Lakers not losing at all, and I think that's what it's going to be every week for me. It's just your four games against your four games, or three or four. Whatever you do there, and if your your quality your wins are better than the other team's wins, I'd have to put them because I think you could flip a coin at who the number two or number one team is. So for this week, I went with the Lakers as number two. They can be back at number one next week just because of how good uh, both of these teams are. But you you already said who your number one team is, Michael. But can you just elaborate just a little bit more on on number one? Man, the Los Angeles Lakers. I thought of that. Lost last week where we saw Markel Fultz basically get a or a, I don't know if he basically I think he, he did get a triple double. No, I got he yeah, triple, yep. yeah, he he got his triple double. Good for him and everything like that. 
that was a stand on what they've been doing really the last week and a half or so, uh, which has been playing a lights out basketball, in my opinion. Um, like you said, man, those three games before they that loss last week, they were destroying teams. Um, and it started with OKC. And man, uh, I just, I, I value what the Lakers are doing. They're coming into their own. Um, and, you know, it's not just Bron and AD. And, you know, 75% of it is Bron and AD. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> um, but they're seeing decent wins, you know, good quality midseason wins with, you know, a lot of, ter- I would say a lot of, a lot of Lakers, I guess, turmoil, which is, it seems like a lot because we talk about the Lakers every day as, as media people. We, we do this every day. You turn on ESPN, you want to see a Bron headline. You turn on Fox Sports, you're going to see a Bron headline. Shoot, if you look at NBC Sports, it's probably a Bron headline. Um, yes, there's a lot of trade things going on. We're trying to see if Kyle Kuzma is going to get flipped or not, if they want to stick it out and keep him. Whatever they do, I expect them to win the West. Um, and I guess kind of my thinking is, and it might be a little elementary, man, but the Western Conference versus the Eastern Conference, I, I like the talent way more. In the Western Conference, I've seen guys like John Moran just do what he had to do against the Rockets, and I'm like, man, this conference is pretty deep, and they're sitting at a spot right now where they can sneak into the playoffs. Um, and easy goes even deeper. Teams like the Pelicans are going to get in Zion uh, coming up soon. Uh, Alonzo Ball is playing decent basketball yeah, again. Yeah, they're not too far out if you look. They oh, no, they're, they're in that season. top 15. Yep. Yeah, they're in that top 15 without a doubt. Um, But, yeah, man, I just like what the Western Conference does over the Eastern Conference, and it's a little elementary, but I have to go with the Lakers. Uh, but like you said and like you mentioned, which is a great point, man, putting those four games against each other is a great way to kind of just spell out one and two because they have basically the same – Pretty similar records for the most part, given games played and things like that. Um, yes, the Lakers have one more loss, and the Bucks have played, if I believe. I think they played more games, uh, two more games than the Lakers. So two more wins for the Lakers, and they're at where the Bucks are right now. Um, I like Bron as the best player in the world. I like AD as the best running mate in the world. He, and sometimes he is the guy. Sometimes he's not even the running mate. So my Lakers are going to be one, man. But it could change in a second, obviously. So... Um, I always expect one and two to kind of just flip for us. Yeah, one and two is always going to be what I fi- what I figure to be the NBA Finals, and that's the Lakers versus the Bucks. We get Giannis versus LeBron. I mm-hmm. don't really feel like we've had like a like LeBron has gone against like he's gone against Curry. Bro, we and, missed it against Kobe. And, bro, that yeah, we missed it against nine Curry. season. He had, we missed it. He had one season against KD, but then the next time he played KD, he was on a super team. I feel mm-hmm. like this year it's stacking up for. Who is the best player in the world at this current moment? Like you have Giannis with his squad, LeBron with his squad. Both of these teams are not super teams by by any means. I mean, you have AD, who's another superstar, but besides that, the Lakers team is not stacked. It's not anything to like. You're like, oh, it's one of the greatest teams ever. Yeah, the Clippers roster is better. Yeah, exactly. And then you have the uh, Bucks on the other hand. They have Chris Middleton. Uh, they have Eric Butzel. They have a lot of good pieces on their team. They don't have a second superstar, but they have a lot of good pieces surrounding Giannis. So. I think if these two collide, and when they do collide, it's going to be going to be a fun matchup. But again, I just went with the Bucks because they won all four games this week. Um, they didn't play any real competition. Blazers, I guess. Um, but to the Bucks, the Blazers aren't really real competition. They have the Celtics, which is always a tough, always tough matchup tonight. Um, they have the Nets on Sunday. Then they have the Bulls this week, and uh, Bulls this week, and that's they have three games this week. So if they're able to win two out of three or three out of three. I could see him back at that number one spot uh, again next week. But, Micah, just to review, can you go through your top ten again? Yeah, man, no doubt. Let's go. So, um, and I'll go one to ten like I did last time. So, num- uh, number one team for this week in the NBA is the Los Angeles Lakers. Two is the Milwaukee Bucks. Three is the Utah Jazz. 
Four, Denver Nuggets. Five, Boston Celtics. Six, Miami Heat. Seven, Houston Rockets. Eight, Los Angeles Clippers. Nine, Toronto Raptors. And ten, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shout out to the Mavs and Pacers, though. Yep. Oh, yeah, Pacers. That's that's actually the toughest one to keep out um, with the with Mavs, OKC, and Pacers just as my uh, my mm-hmm. last three. They're, they're really, like, really, really good. And Oladipo's not even back. I expect them to find their way into the top ten eventually once Oladipo oh, yeah. comes back and they get on a little roll. But for me, number one, Bucks. Number two, Lakers. Number three, Clippers. Number four, Jazz. Number five, Nuggets. Number six, Celtics. Number seven, Heat. Number eight, Rockets. Number nine, Raptors. And number 10, Mavericks. That's going to do it for this episode. We'll be back tomorrow for another episode. We don't know what we're doing yet, but we'll we'll figure out something. But for Mike and for Micah, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.